Alright, um, so fellas. I we, I like we, to say goat Brady pack in there. You know, either way is fine with me. How I mean, I know a lot of people that got Rodgers as they go. That's true. That's true. So either way, goat pack is in fact in there. I'ma tell you, I'ma tell you. I mean, my goat is a black quarterback. Yeah, you know I mean, he won this weekend, so I can't really relate to these losing that nigga. You know what I mean, like <laughs> you can say what you want. Hey, listen, you can say what you want about oh, like Pat Mahomes' body of work ain't there yet. I'll tell you this much. He's been a starter for four years. Do you know how many times straight the Chiefs have made the AFC Championship? Four. Four. Do you know how many times the Chiefs have hosted the AFC Championship in that time? Four. Four. That, to me, to me, I mean, you know, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just, every time, you know. Anywho, uh, fellas, we discussed this a little bit off air, but I'm going I'm to beef it up. I'm going to make the stakes a little higher. I'm going to make the stakes just a little higher here. If you had to do one of these two things, which would you do? Go back in the past to when you were age six, but you don't have any, any knowledge. Of, I'm sorry, you don't have anything but what you had when you were six. You have all the knowledge that you have now, just transported into your six-year-old body. Or would you rather be transported to the future with a hundred million dollars. A hundred million? A hundred million. Had to make a little more tips. If I go into the future, am I like an older version of myself or am I same self but in the future? Um, You're 10 years older. A hundred years? I'm going to go back in the past, bro, bro. Yeah, same here. Even if same it here. is a hundred M's. Oh no, bro! I had a good life and a hundred million on on top of the stuff I got planned for myself. See, the, the I'm gonna have to go with the hundred million, bro. You had the a big, good life. I had ramen noodles with ground beef, boy. That was a delicacy. I mean, the, the biggest <laughs> thing. Ramen noodles. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We not about to skip past that. Ramen noodles with ground beef. Yeah, yeah bro. Gibbs hip. You need a meal. We're poor. We need a meal. Ramen noodles is let me put something on my stomach. We needed a meal. And, and, and you know you was really getting freaky with it when you put the uh, put the the butter and the egg in there. You threw Ooh. like a quarter stick of butter, egg, Ooh. and that ground beef in there. You knew you was on something with that one. Don't let the EBT guard hit it. You got some nah, you got some shredded cheese in there, nah, bro. Eating that stuff, Chris. We're hey, we ain't... being poor is stressful. <laughs> <laughs> it is stressful. It has stressed out the every cell in our being and our hair. Our hair follicles are like I can't work under these conditions. I'm out. I'm out. Y'all be well, bro. But I'm out. I can't even. I can't even uh, get that going. But anywho, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna go back to when I was six, just because I have certain knowledge of certain very finite moments that I could tell my mom this is gonna happen on this date, and she'd be like, "Oh, that's not gonna happen." And when it happens, she would finally believe me and be like, "Oh yeah, he can. He can go ahead and and tell me what the future is gonna be." And all of a sudden, I mean, we was discussing this all I the air. Honestly, you can go back. 
you can go back two years. If you went back two years from this date, you can up a bag. Right before the pandemic hit, take your know. leftover bread and be like, yo, let me invest in Grubhub. I don't know. I don't know if it can run you up a hundred million dollars. No, yeah, because Grubhub didn't pop that much. It went up, but it ain't pop. And then the market also crashed in between then too. You know, but you know who really, you know who really, who really had a glow up during this time. How did? How did? Uh, what was that? How did Skype fumble the bag to Zoom? Man, how? <laughs> Man. Well, well, Skype well, well, well. Did they? And they blew it. Listen, listen. Did Skype really fumble the bag? Because they sold themselves. They sold. They sold to Microsoft for a nice check. They sold. They sold oh, for almost okay. under a billion dollars. They sold for under a billion. Now, team. Now, if you go at like, if you remember back in 2020 when the pandemic first started, Skype was still around. And then Skype ended up saying powered by Teams. They were still working on the deal because they was going to keep Skype around and have two separate apps. Then Microsoft just said, go ahead and let me grab all of Skype. And they mixed it with uh, Microsoft Teams. So now they got bought out by Microsoft Teams. Kind of like how Sprint got ate up by T-Mobile. Yeah, and then they T-Mobile right. got the bag. For, for me, the point of delineation to where I feel like you can send me back this far and like I can make something shake... Probably like 15 years, 15 years. Because if you send me back to six with all the information that I have now. Yeah. Bro, what? Mom. I don't know, it, bro. 100 M's at again, 35, think, bro. Right, think about it this way. Think about Amazon, cryptos. But you got to remember, y'all missing the big point, though, bro. All, everything y'all saying is 100% true. But you got to have a nice big penny of money. And y'all just said y'all was broke to really make That's, those... Chris, that's you know, the point. That's the point. Yeah. All right, so watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Because, Chris, you do money. You know about compound interest, how things build and, that, yeah. and all that, right? All right, so I'll go back to the age of six. We've already discussed an event. Being six for me places me before a major, major event in U.S. history that I probably would not tell my mom about because, like, then people would be after me because they'd be like, how you know that? But <laughs> there's some very finite moments in history where I could point out and be like, Hey mom, this is gonna happen on this day, and she would be like, "What?" And then it would happen, and she'd be like, "Oh, I I gotta believe this kid. Either he's clairvoyant or he really is from the future." And then when that happens, it's gonna be like, "All right, mom, trust me. Put every single extra dime you have into this. It will become worth more in this amount of time." Imagine being able to tell your mom. So for me, Amazon was worth about. Amazon was worth about five ninety seven a share. Five ninety seven a share. Chris, if my mama put in twenty dollars, if she just put in twenty dollars, that got her four shares. That is twelve thousand dollars in today's money, Chris. I get it. <laughs> but give you, you 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 missing the whole the whole point of investing is to impact you long term, right? The whole point of investing is to see, reap the benefits long term. Mm. So you saying you you would rather be poor and six until those benefits start happening now, versus taking a hundred million ten years from now? Chris, you're also it ain't that bad. I already did it. Exactly. Number one. <laughs> number one. I was already broke. I lived through it. But number two, number two. Oh you're no, bro. The knowledge of the stock market, not the only knowledge that I have. A thing I get all you. The, I get all you. the all the sporting events that we would never get wrong. Think about I, that. I, I put I, us some I bread down you, on every man. champion across every sport for twenty years. The early earlier this I, year, I got you. But year. that's only that's only 
that's only parts of the year that you gonna get money. You know what I mean? Chris, earlier this year, and you gotta Chris also said, have a lot of money to bet on those things too. Chris, er, that's how the money is made. Imagine yeah. betting on the Pistons to beat the Lakers that year. Who had the Pistons beating the Lakers that year? That was one of I the mean, biggest underdogs. I mean, listen, listen, of all you, time. you, you would have had to bet on the Pistons before the season started, which you can do. But you would have had to bet at least a good. Ten thousand on the Pistons before the season started to really, really been rich. But again, you're talking about one event, compounding, right? I mean, but you got what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, you gotta have it. You y'all just said y'all was broke. You gotta have the ten thousand. You All know right, what I mean? Now, if it was ten million in the future, then I would be like, okay. so, so I said like this. I said like this. I'm broke right now, and I still put my parlays in. I know for sure my pops had to be making as much bread as I am right now when I was a kid. So he got an extra twenty dollars to invest in something, and then he pull it out, invest again, and we'd be straight right now. Even if you yeah, took I mean, me back to when I started making my own bread, when I was what 14, say 15, is, what I'd I, still be straight. What I say is, y'all would be living more upper middle class. I get, I got you. But what I'm saying is, you won't really be rich until now. Like this would be when you was, and rich. that's cool. Hey Even Chris, if, we will be rich ten years before yeah. you. I listen, dude, right. that's fine. That's fine because I didn't grow up broken. Then I had a great life growing up. Take me ten years and I give me a hundred million. I won't work. I won't pick up a pencil for the rest of my life. My money gonna be working for me, and I'm gonna be just chilling and never have to go through but life Chris, again. Chris, that's that's our point. All right, so you you do do what we're saying to do, right? Because again, let's just say that we start off with like a hundred dollars, right? Because everybody's grandma or uncle or auntie, somebody slid you some money on a holiday that of course okay, you gave right. to your mom. You gave it to your mom, not knowing that your mom holding that money. <laughs> yeah. And you were never going to see it again. getting it back. Right? So again, you have knowledge of this that you didn't have at that time. All right, so you take that hundred dollars, you bet on whatever sporting event, right? You're like, oh, Okay, okay, okay. I I got you. You paint a picture. So let's say you bet on the Pistons that year. The Pistons was probably like plus 2,100. So you would want $2,100 at the end of the season if they won a championship. Bro, listen, and really, if if any of us should be arguing this right now, it is Josh. This man has a photographic memory of every MVP (laughs) since 90, what, like 95? Like, bro. Basketball, I can go back to like, I can go back to like early 80s. Imagine if imagine if you drop this man off in the year 2001 and he knows every single MVP every year. I, I every, get you. I, I get you. But you got to remember, like, for example, the year Brown won all them years in a row, the year Steph won all them years in a row, the year Dirk won, a lot of them was MVP favorites, so you wouldn't have made that much bread without betting a whole bunch of bread. Imagine you bet on the Pistons to beat the Lakers, the, the Mavs to beat the Heat, like you're Chris. These I mentioned at the start of the season, 2015. You just be like, "Yo, the Warriors winning." You would have probably made like three thousand dollars, but that's not a lot of money. Three thousand dollars, Chris. You're not betting small money at 2015. He's already right. made. He's already a millionaire from all the stuff that he's done up till 2015. Y'all know how uh, y'all know I'm broke. He said three thousand dollars ain't a lot of money. Three thousand dollars will solve most of my problems in my life right now. <laughs> well, you well, gotta do on, yourself like that, that on note, air, bro. On that note, I'll be just like the Monopoly man next stream if I had three thousand dollars. <laughs> he said he put 
pulling out the top hat with the monocles on. <laughs> Why, yeah, it's, it's very nice to see you all today. Yeah. It's very good to see you. Listen. Uh, he's drinking with the pinky up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, listen, listen. And you know what? This this brings us into the very interesting pod pick'em challenge that we're introducing, Okay. Every podcast says that they love their fans and all that good stuff. Well, listen, we are giving our listeners a chance to turn $30 into $1,000. I know what you're thinking. There's got to be some type of Forex scheme. There's got to be some type of we give y'all our money and, and we never see it again. Wrong. We have done it before and we will do it again. What we are doing this time is the pop pick and challenge and here's how it's going to work. So, what we're going to do is have a certain amount of games, three to five NFL games, every single week that each and every one of us is going to pick. All three of us are going to go in as individuals and pick these games. Now, with that being said, we'll discuss our picks on, on the channel, of course. But anybody who is subbed from the beginning of the NFL season all the way through the Super Bowl, who has a higher winning percentage than all three of us, any single person who does that, any any people who do that, your names will be entered into a drawing, okay? Now, if we get up to 500 subs, which we know, that's a lot of subs. A lot of people look at that number as if it's very lofty. We will have a first, second, and third place winner. First place gets 1,000. Second place gets 500. Third place gets 250. If we get up to 100 subs, we will have two winners two first place winners that both get two hundred dollars each so if we get up to a hundred subs and you all are subbed throughout the season now and you beat us percentage wise as far as picking games your name will be entered into a drawing to win two hundred dollars again that is the bare minimum the maximum a thousand so the more people that y'all get to subscribe to this channel, the more people you get to get in on it, the bigger the pot gets. The more the merrier, friends. This is, and I'm telling you, if we do well with this this time, I guarantee you it's going to grow and we're going to expand into other sports. So with that being said, we the pod that want to get you paid, okay? We tell you we love our listeners. We show you that we love our listeners. We love our subscribers. We love the people that rock with us the long way. If you are listening to this, through an avenue that is not Twitch. We are asking you to make a Twitch account so that you can uh, get into this. But if not, we're still working out the details. We'll figure out a way for listeners who don't listen through Twitch to get involved. So, the money man, the man with the plan, Chris Allen, you've agreed to this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The master of the mix and master, Josh Gotten, has agreed to this. Yes, sir. And I'm the Jackie Moon of this operation, so I done came up with the idea, so you know I'm going <laughs> to. So we're trying to give away some money. I'm telling you, get more people. And we're not going to Jackie around. Moon you like Jackie Moon. We're not going to you. That was a terrible analogy. Yeah. Terrible look, analogy. Jackie Moon gave them all corn dogs at the at the end of the game, did he not? Nah, he, he even gave old boy his money at the end. It took a while, but, you know, we ain't going to take that long. You know what I mean? We ain't going to take that long. <laughs> don't worry about it. We get paid the 1st and 15th of every month here at Facts Over that. I'm just playing. We don't. I actually don't know these two pay schedules. I, I barely even know mine. I just wake up sometimes. I'm like, oh, <laughs> money's in my account. Cool. But anywho, so y'all got too much money for me. Remember, I know the bills coming up, boy. <laughs> 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 
Guys, stop doing yourself bro. like this, bro. Hey, listen, sometimes you got to laugh to keep from crying. Sometimes you got to laugh to keep from crying, man. But listen, again, 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 even through all that, we still try to give you money. That's how much we love our listeners. We want y'all to be put in a better position just by listening to us, just by enjoying this with us, just by growing this show with us. That's that's the goal here. That is the goal here. And if we, if it's looking like we're not going to get to 100, if it's looking like we're going to be stuck at 50 or 60, we'll figure it out. We'll work out some different numbers. But again, Facts Over Acts is the only place that's giving you a chance to turn six months of subscribing into $1,000. You find me another place that's doing it, and I'll shut up about it. But until then, hey, Facts Over Acts trying to turn your 30 into 1000 Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. All righty. So we have an NFL playoff weekend like we have never seen before. All four games ended in walk-off fashion, each and every one. Zero seconds left on the clock when the game winners were scored or kicked. We had a, a very exciting time, and there's going to be some conversations about some teams going forward. But before we do that, I want to get into these intros, and, and that's what we got for the most part. But we also going to talk a little bit about the conference championships as well as a certain player coming back in the NBA. We're going to see what happens. That's all like a good show to y'all. Sound good to me. Perfect show to me. All righty. Well, what's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the Facts Over Acts crew. Again, the pod that's trying to get you paid. So, we are going to get straight into these games here. Again, one of the first times in NFL history um, that we have had all walk-offs in every game. Also, we were a second away or 13 seconds away from witnessing the first time in years that only road teams won in the divisional round. So with that being said, fellas, which game was your favorite of all these? Let's just start there. Which game was your favorite? Um, My favorite game is I'm going with Bengals-Titans. Out mm. of the four games that happened, I'm definitely going to say it was probably the least exciting out of those four games. Mm-hmm. But... Just to toot my own horn a little bit, I've been kind of on the Bengals bandwagon for most of this season. So just to, you know, that's that's the one game that I was the underdog on and they came out with a W. It was exciting to watch because in, in my heart of hearts, I wasn't, a, I wasn't, I wouldn't even say 50% confident that the Bengals were going to come close to getting a victory and they did. Mm. Okay. Okay. Chris, what was your favorite? Um, my favorite was the Chiefs-Bills game, the last game. Um. A lot of excitement, high-scoring game, real high-scoring game. A lot of excitement, overtime game. Um, my least favorite game was that Packers game. 49. That game was awful, man. Jimmy Garoppolo had 11 passer rating, and they won the game. How your special <laughs> teams that bad, I will never understand, Green Bay. But, hey, it looked like a lot of y'all might not have a job next year because Aaron Rodgers probably going to be out of there. Y'all probably going to go to a rebuild. And Aaron Rodgers already said he's not going through no rebuild. So, Tough in Green Bay, but the Bills Chiefs game, great game. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna hold y'all up. I don't know at this point why we question Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Like he's done nothing but prove us wrong time and time again. Last year, he even made the Super Bowl competitive as much as he could with two of his best offensive linemen gone, and he was hobbled against that tough Bucks team who just got eliminated. I mean, that was a great game. The Rams game, another good game. Great game, start to finish. Uh, Stafford looked great. I was waiting on Stafford to do some Stafford stuff, but Stafford did not do Stafford stuff. Stafford gave his powers to Tannehill, and Tannehill did double Stafford stuff. So, 
I don't know what happened. But Stafford learned how to play football at an extremely high MVP level this year, and it shows. Question: As a, I know, Chris is way off the Lions bandwagon, but when in the past, however many seasons with Stafford, not an MVP level quarterback, he just had a team. With. I, I never said he wasn't, and the 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 year that I thought he could win it is that year Calvin Johnson was in the MVP talks. Um, I really thought Stafford was gonna be an MVP candidate that year, but I mean the league said otherwise. So. You know, I. I got to go with the Rams-Bucks game because, first of all, when the Packers lose, the world wins. Let's start there. there. When the Packers lose, the world wins. Tom Brady is another one that falls in that category. When he wins, it just seems like a better day. The world just seems like a better place, you know? Like, like your, your wife could walk out the door and say she's not coming back. You could you could walk outside and get beat up by, by a, a pack of, of – of roving spider monkeys or something. But if Tom Brady lost that day, <laughs> those tiny little hands attacking your face sting just a little less. But with that being said, Matt Stafford finally getting the credit that he deserves, finally getting the love and adoration nationally that he deserves. What a time. What a time. The only unfortunate part about that is we may have to see Jimmy Garoppolo in another Super Bowl, which Oh, that makes me want to throw up. That, <laughs> just, just the idea of that being a thing. Oh. Well, what I don't understand is where did Jimmy Garoppolo get all this credit from, like clout from? He was a backup for so long, and he magically just determined, oh, I'm a starting quarterback and I'm good. And I, I don't know. Where, where did that come from? I, I, Your guess is as good as mine. Your guess he, is- I mean, he had a wing record being a backup quarterback and when he had to come into the game. But he yep. also was on the probably the best team in that stretch of time for the that whole stretch he was the backup quarterback winning games. So where did that come from where Jimmy Garopp was just no name, a starting quarterback and can lead a team to the championship? Like I really don't know what Well, well now wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They he was he was traded to the 49ers and they really believed in him, all that good stuff, whatever, whatever, whatever. But even at the height of his powers, like for example, the last time that they beat Green Bay, thirty-seven to twenty, it was twenty-seven to zero at halftime, and he'd thrown all of I want to say it was like five or six passes, something like that. Like in the last matchup where they beat him thirty-seven to twenty, he was eight for six with seventy-seven yards. That was the last time. <laughs> that's what he had to do last time to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So again, when people tell me wins are QB stats. Can anybody imagine a world where Lamar Jackson would only have to account for 77 yards and the Ravens get to uh, a Super Bowl? I mean, I, I get that. Wins aren't a quarterback stat, but quarterback is still the most important person on the field. I, I don't disagree. 98% of the time. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but what I'm saying is there are many different ways to build a team, and history has shown us that being against what the current culture is will always bring you a slight modicum of success. Yeah. That's just the reality. Especially in football. Especially in football. But, right but now, you know how everybody's overpaying for quarterbacks. They pay but him th- ridic- ridiculous. That's money. my point. Everybody's overpaying for quarterbacks. And what the 49ers figured out is, well, wait a minute. If we can shore up all these other positions, maybe we can do this with a terrible quarterback. 
The only problem is they're existing in the same time as Patrick LeVon Mahomes II. So, yeah. <laughs> his middle name oh. is LeVon. Yes. Have y'all not seen his father? I did, but like, I don't know. That man don't be moving around like a LeVon, bro. <laughs> he don't make Levine type moves. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, that that's Guyton's nice version of saying a lot of things, and we're not going to repeat what he would we're say. Not if we were off we're not air. Gonna, we're not going to get into it. But we're just know, just know, Guyton is very sick. You should tune in to Ziff Nation and and, yeah, and, yeah. and pay ten thousand points to see Doctor Ziffmar. Oh, I'm just telling oh, you, I'll, I'll just tell you you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat, man. I'm telling you. But, anywho, uh, so, with all of these games, now that we've all picked our favorites, we got to run down them one by one. The Packers are eliminated by the 49ers. They said that uh, the funniest joke that I saw, because they, they was cooking there, Rodgers. I mean, the man. throw Rogan, Aaron Rodgers, uh, what, <laughs> what was it? It was a Q Iran. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, it was, hey, bro, uh, I was looking. I was refreshing GMAT Cash page because I wanted him to make a song. About oh, oh, that's the, that was the other one. They said that him and Devontae Adams posted Pippen and Jordan last dance, and they went out like Paul George and Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said, somebody posted the clip of Aaron Rodgers saying they had a shot at the Super Bowl, and they said this is the second time he lied about a shot this season. <laughs> <laughs> tough time. It's a hey, it's a tough time to be Aaron Rodgers, man. It's a real tough time. But with I that, ain't gonna lie, bro. Well, well, Chris, what, what what's going on, man? Talk talk to me. Talk to me. I'm just saying, I ain't gonna lie. It's tough to be Aaron Rodgers, man. It's real tough to be Aaron Rodgers right now. Oh man, can't and he relate. might win the MVP off of that, bro? Too. He he probably the MVP. That's the crazy part. <laughs> there, there are there are people who are really Aaron Rodgers fans out here. Cannot relate. That's tough. That's that's. I mean, I respect tough. him, but man, he sells. Yeah, oh, I, I've I've always had a, a very deep respect for what he does, but but that Aaron Rodgers character, boy, whoo, whoo, throw Rogan. That is just that is <laughs> the wildest thing. I don't know. Throw Rogan might be the best nickname I've heard since somebody called Terry Crews Jim Crow. Oh, <laughs> Gym. Oh, <Lord. laughs> hey, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. The nickname for Sean King, a lot of those are undefeated, bro. Yeah, that, that's right. Taco Max. Martin Luther Creed. <laughs> Third good partial. Third good partial. We, we gotta get back on we gotta get back on sports. But 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 fellas, this looks like it's the end of the road for the Packers. They're fifty million dollars um over projected to be fifty million dollars over their cap hit, even without Aaron Rodgers next year. So where do the Packers go from here? What what do the Packers do at this point? Um, I, I honestly think it depends on where Aaron Rodgers moves. Like, you can say that the Packers should just, you know, pack it up and start over, even though he didn't have a good showing earlier in the season. We can all agree that Jordan Love is probably going to be a pretty productive quarterback in the NFL. Um, so I, I just don't think that the Packers – are willing to do what it takes in order to move on and maybe have a few seasons where they aren't the Packers or have a few seasons where they have to rebuild. So I think it honestly just depends on when the offseason gets here. If Aaron Rodgers say, hey, I'm here for another season, they can have another run just like this. I'm not saying it's going to result in a Super Bowl. Or they can decide, you know, if Aaron Rodgers says he wants out, then the, the 
Packers aren't going to have a choice but to move into the Jordan Love era. And if you do that, I say just gut the whole team and restart from scratch as opposed to getting these pieces that may try to form alliances here or certain pieces that are like part of the old guard. I say just start over with a new regime from start. Mm, mm. I think that that defense is young enough to be kept together. But but that offense, yeah, you got to go ahead. And... Yeah, the offense, yeah, scrap that. Oh, y'all. Oh, yeah. Round house and release papers. Just figure it out. Going where you got to go. Chris, what do you think is next well, for these Packers? I, I disagree. I think they got a good team on both sides of the ball. However, the amount of players you got to pay this year to keep on that offensive side, you're not going to be able to do it without going into a rebuild at all. Because you got to pay Aaron Rodgers if, you, if he decides to stay. Because remember, he worked out a way where this is his last contract with the Packers. They got to pay him some more money. Mm-hmm. Then you got to pay Devontae Adams, who's also a free agent. And they were probably the best in the regular season, in the regular season, in the regular season. They were probably the best quarterback-receiver duo in the league. Like, just the chemistry they have together is just, like, unheard of. You know what I mean? Like, Aaron Rodgers cannot look and know where Devontae Adams is going to be on the field. That's 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 better than Mahomes and Hill. You know what I mean? Patrick Mahomes throw at the heels in open space. He know he's going to get more yards. But he can't close his eyes and throw it up and know where he at. Um so, with that being said, Aaron Rodgers, he's he's older. He's not about to go through another rebuild. So, I think he's out of there. I honestly think Aaron Rodgers, knowing that they can't pay for that offensive line, they can't pay for Aaron Jones and Dylan, because I think one of them do, knowing they can't pay Devontae Adams, knowing they can't pay um, for a lot of that, the, the defense they can pay for a lot of that, but knowing they can't pay for that offensive line, I think that's the, the, the thing that moves the needle enough for Aaron Rodgers to be up out of there. I think um, – it won't be a full rebuild, but they're not going to have a quarterback in Green Bay for a long time. Like Jordan Love, we saw what he did. He couldn't even beat the Lions with a, with a 14-14 start to the game. 14-13 start to the game. I mean, I'm sorry. Jordan Love is just not the guy of the future right now. Maybe in three more years we revisit that, but I don't think so. So I think the Packers are pretty much cooked. Maybe down there with the Bears and the Lions next year if Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams decide to leave. Man, what a time. Almost $50 million over in salary cap after Aaron, in 2022 after Aaron Rodgers' restructure. What a time. What a time. It's, it's, a, it's a great time there. Anywho, so uh, the next thing that we got to get to is the other game from the NFC. A former NFC North legend, Matt Stafford, beats the Pats. I'm sorry, the Bucks, 30-27. to 27. Fellas, did he beat the stat pad for the allegations? Did he beat them? Did he beat them or what? I'm so you can take that one or two ways. One, I never called him stat Pafford because he was just playing what he was supposed to do. The Lions always gave him; they gave him one of the greatest receivers, greatest receivers of all time. And regardless of like how poorly the Lions picked in drafts. They always kept a somewhat decent receiving core at the time that Matt Stafford was there. Even if it wasn't elite, they always gave him a decent enough receiving core. And that was always the best part of the Lions game. So, I mean, of course, he had these big stats every year because literally what else, since Matt Stafford was there, what else was the Lions able to do except throw the ball? Well, you're not wrong. Who was the you're best running back that Stafford had? Javid Bess? Uh, I think Kevin Jones, not Kevin Jones. Uh, who was the, the, the one from UCF? Who was that? Who was that? Was that? I think it's you had the one. No, you had the one guy that didn't have no moves, just knew how to run in a straight line. He, Kevin Smith. He was, that was his name. Kevin Smith. Yeah. That was the back from he, UCL. He was, I don't he, think he I'm putting trash. Kevin Smith above Javon Best. 
What? I don't think I am. Why? Kevin Smith was solid. And actually, Kevin Best uh, had, uh, had moves. That's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll give you Actually, the one, that got, the one that got from Auburn wasn't bad. He just fumbled a lot. Oh, Karrion Johnson? Yeah, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. No, he wasn't bad. Yeah, but but at the same time, I do think that what Tom Brady did in the second half of that game does show that it is a clear dividing line between elite quarterback and the quarterbacks that are going to go down as the greatest of all time. And although I have... uh, Although I have all the respect in the world for Stafford, I don't think that he's in the same league as a Mahomes, a Brady, or Rodgers after seeing a performance like that from Brady. I mean... I mean, Stafford had 5,000 passing yards with the Lions, buddy. I don't know. I mean, listen, I'll, I'll say this. I've always believed wins on the QB stat, but... I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying he kind of beat Tom Brady and... You know, Jalen Ramsey was out there. He was, whew. Did you see was, that Rams defense in the first half? They, they beat Tom Brady. No, 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 no. Did y'all see Aaron Donald in the first half? Aaron Man. Donald required he was that line like buttered. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey didn't cover grass in that second half. That boy would, let me tell you something. Let me tell I thought he was a barber the way he was looking at the back of everybody's head in that second half. <laughs> And y'all telling me, you're telling me that that defense beat the pass? Don't get me wrong. Their offense has some bad turnovers. Yes, without a doubt. But also, you're, if you can point at the defense's best player and say, hey, or the second best player on the defense and say, hey, we attacked that guy and we had tons of success. Huh? No. No. Something ain't right there. So, you know. But anywho. With that being said, we got to jump on over to the AFC now, and we'll talk about the uh, less exciting game in the AFC. The Titans fall to the Bengals, 1916. Ryan Tannehill, was th- he was out there throwing so bad, Mike Vrabel looked at him like, hey, bro, you might want to move back to receiver. You might want to <laughs> move back. For those of you who don't know, Ryan Tannehill played receiver at Texas A&M. Now, with that being said, with that being said, Fellas, what did you think about that game? Um, It's not much to make out of that game except the fact that although they had the best record um, in the in – the, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> although they had the best record in the NFC um, – sorry, AFC. Titans AFC, right? Yeah, the AFC. Yeah, sorry, best record in the AFC. The Titans had a fraud of a season. They had they, they got the they got the best running back in the game, but it showed that Derrick Henry clearly wasn't hundred percent. No, that wasn't Derrick Henry. Yeah, that was not Derrick Henry. He clearly wasn't hundred percent. And honestly, we've seen multiple seasons in the NFL where if you have an elite running back, they can carry you to a great season. Literally carry you to a great season. And that and that team, the schedule wasn't the toughest after Derrick Henry went down. They got some wins and they got that number one spot, but. If, if your quarterback isn't making moves and your running back isn't making moves, there's no other way for you to win a football game. And Tannehill had to throw the ball, and we saw that if Derrick Henry isn't isn't being Derrick Henry, it's nothing much that the Titans can do. You can't win the game on defense every time out. Yeah, that's terrible. That's, again, Ryan Tannehill ought to be ashamed of himself. That's just – Foreman was playing well, should have got more touches. I mean, I don't know if Derrick Henry being back was the best thing, but 
Yeah. That just take the ball out of Ryan Tannehill's hands. Trust <laughs> trust the other good players on your offense. And I know that the, the receiving core, A.J. Brown and Julio, was like part of that trust, but maybe not so much. Maybe less with the trust because of who has to get the ball. Chris, what do you think about this game? Uh, I don't think there was frauds. The Titans were in win-now mode. They went and got Julio this offseason, made them a, a, a tough team to beat. Uh, they were set, put together great to win regular season games. They rested a lot of players in the regular season when they had bum teams come in town. Um, however, this is a clear example of falling in love with your running back. The Titans fell in love with Derrick Henry this season, and they thought Derrick Henry, since he came back from injury, was going to come and save them in this playoff game. Also, they also had a hangover to me, like a playing hangover, because of the fact that um, the Titans didn't play anybody that last week. And that's why I tell teams, at least play them until the second half all the time. When you rest your players, they had a bye week. So that means they didn't play a competitive game of football for two full weeks. Two full weeks. So they was all coming back, trying to get their time and back together in the, in the game setting. But they was like, we got Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry going to save us like he always did. But that wasn't Derrick Henry out there. That was probably sixty percent of Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 tough. That's tough, man. That's tough. And honestly, I think that Derrick Henry is gonna be all right coming back for next year. But who I I knew when I saw him on that fourth and one, and he was like tiptoeing and trying to find the hole. I said, yeah, that ain't Derrick Henry. That man is six two six three two hundred forty five pounds. Like people don't understand when Mark <laughs> Ingram was at Alabama. He was one of their first Heisman winners, if not their first. And people remembered him for having massive thighs, right? Everybody said, oh, his quads are just ridiculous. He looked small next to Derrick Henry. He looked like (laughs) a very tiny human being standing next to Derrick Henry. And for whatever reason, he was tiptoeing, which just showed he didn't fully trust his body yet. It might not have been the best idea. But again, get that ball out of Ten Hill's hands. And now, for the game that everybody said, was potentially one of the best that they have ever seen in terms of playoffs. The back and, most back-and-forth game that anybody's ever seen. To, to, for Patrick Mahomes to have 13 seconds left in regulation. Man. 13 seconds left in regulation. Remember when I told y'all that Patrick Mahomes is going to reset the, the market and that they were, the Cowboys are going to have to pay Dak more because of it? Mm-hmm. Y'all remember what Dak did with about 15 seconds left? <laughs> we remember. And y'all see what uh, that that Patrick LeVon Mahomes, the second kid, did with 15 seconds left? With 13, actually? Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting to see. But anywho, fellas, what are y'all thoughts from that watching that game? Oh, man. I just... I just... My thoughts from that game is we're going to see some great football from both of those teams going forward for at least the next few years and from the Chiefs, as long as they put a good team around Mahomes, we're going to see something like that for the next for the next decade at least. And I also think, to agree with what Gibbs said earlier, well, I, th- I think he might have said this before the pod started, but right now Tom Brady is the GOAT, but I think it's, I think it's a, a clear and concise agreement that if he – even performs at 80% of the level he performed at now for the rest of his career, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the undisputed GOAT. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Seven Super Bowls is tough for me. That That's tough. I mean, I think Mahomes stat-wise is going to blow Brady out of the water. 
blow uh, Andy Reid as his coach. Them offensive plays is gonna be ridiculous. Patrick Mahomes is younger than us, ain't he? Yeah, he um, is. He is. He is. But seven rings. I I don't see this Chiefs team being able to pay that defense enough for seven rings, basically. And Who on that defense need to get paid? Sorensen? Listen, <laughs> no, no. I know. Hey, listen, I'm saying. I'm I know, saying. I know I've joked about Jalen Ramsey looking at the back of people's heads. This man no. Sorensen couldn't No, no, no. Grass. Give, 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 give. I'm saying. They put a lot of their money on the offensive side of the ball. They need to start adding some pieces to that defense. They need to. Oh, I agree. That defense I agree. is that defense is awful. They have to literally shoot out teams every game to win. Like, name a game besides when they played the Steelers in the regular season where their defense really won the game for them. You can't. I mean, their, their defense was their defense was a lot better going down the stretch this year than they have been early. Early this year, yes. Excuse me. They were statistically right. the worst and, defense and, in the NFL. And, it was looking bad. Late in the season, I don't know. They picked it up. Excuse me. They did. Between... They did. And Tyron Matthew just went down for that defense, Gibbs. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. So, I'm, so that's what I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. There was a stretch between week nine and week 16 where they played a bunch of games. I'm going to read the scores off to you now. I'm gonna re- or actually week eight. They allowed 17 to the Giants. They allowed seven to the Packers. They allowed 14 to Raiders. They allowed nine to Dallas. They allowed nine to Denver. They allowed nine to Vegas. They allowed 28 to um, to the Chargers. And they allowed 10 to the Steelers. All I'm saying is during that winning streak, that defense was holding it down. They, they only scored 13 against Green Bay, 19 against Dallas, 22 against Denver, that defense was holding it down. You can't ask for too much better than what they did. Granted, it was a small sample size, but right. But what I'm saying is, long term, Gibbs, long term, all their money is going to be spent on their offense because they got three guys they have to keep together. You got to pay Hill. You got to pay Kelsey. You got you got Mahomes on the biggest contract we ever seen in NFL history. He making five hundred million in ten years, so he's locked up. So you always going to have that heavy check to pay. Um. I just don't think that money-wise, they'll be able to get any studs on defense. I just don't. Not with the NFL cap like that. Now, it might be some new TV deal money coming down the line in that 10-year contract Mahomes signed, but I don't know, man. I, I definitely think Josh Allen and Mahomes, this won't be the last time they see each other. They both should be good teams for the next five years minimum. That's minimum. But I, I just don't. I'm not I'm not really so on okay. – Giving a GOAT title to him this early, man. I'm just not. This man has been a starter for four years. Every single year he has been to the AFC Championship. He has hosted the AFC Championship every single year. This man has one Super Bowl already. Honestly, honestly, I'm pretty sure Vegas has him winning this one as well. And honestly, who who is uh, looking all that tough and prompt to beat him? I mean, the the, the Rams Bengals? are scary. The Rams are scary. The Rams are scary. The Ooh, same the ones, are... the same ones that you said Matt Stafford gave his turnover abilities to Tannehill this week. Those the Rams led by that guy. <laughs> I again, mean, I got again, you, I got listen, you. But the the defense on that Rams team is the the only the only redeeming hope for anybody for anybody else in the league is that number forty nine. For the Chiefs, Sorensen has nudes of somebody in that organization. 
He's got to. <laughs> he he got to have pics of Andy Reid playing with some feet or something like that because there's no other way that you can tell me with a straight face he belongs on a, an NFL football field in the capacity of any type of deep safety whatsoever. There's no way. Hey, hey look, Gibbs, with Tyron Matthew, if he don't come back, he's probably going to be their number one safety at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's that. I, I'll tell you this. I said that uh, Jalen Ramsey was looking like a barber. Well, listen, Sorensen was looking like a, a kid who was waiting on his dad to come home for getting that pack of cigarettes, even though he don't smoke. Because he was just, he was standing there just looking sick the entire game. Oh, no, there's another one over my head. Oh, no. Bro, he's Gabriel, Davis, Gabriel Davis was wide open of both drives. I don't Gabriel, think Davis, Gabriel Davis ran a route that I don't even think that route was like that crazy. Their corner fell. He fed, he outright was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Hey, here. look, the corner fell and the safety stayed in the zone. Bro said, I ain't never seen a, a post like this before. I don't know what type of <laughs> what type of like cuts he got in this post, Rob, but I just can't. Again, to me, it is yes, the Chiefs defense has been shown to be a liability at times. But honestly, they carried him at points this season. And Pat Mahomes, he he is what he is. But I just I want to diverge from the, the script for a second here. The disrespect levied to Lamar Jackson this this weekend was absolutely amazing. People are talking about, oh, man, the AFC has four great young quarterbacks in Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Okay, here's the problem. Three of those guys have never won an MVP. Three of those guys have all actually – all four of those guys have always had better receiving cores than what Lamar's ever had by a mile. It's never been close. Yeah, they, all three of those guys got stars, and Lamar hasn't had. Uh, Mark Andrews technically is a star, but he's not Hollywood, a receiver. Hollywood Brown was playing a lot like Menlo Park Brown. He was he was playing like <laughs> he was playing like like uh, he was playing like like Little Havana Brown or something like that. That man was not playing like Hollywood at any point. He single-handedly, Hollywood Brown single-handedly kept that Lions-Ravens game close. I watched it, and I said to myself after he dropped the first touchdown, oh, man, this is ugly for the Lions. He was wide open. He's probably not going to drop another one. He did it again. And then I said, you know what? He dropped two touchdowns. I think at this point the Lions are either going to figure out that he's going deep a lot or – or Lamar gonna stop throwing it to him. He dropped another one. <laughs> Listen, Mark Andrews is a star. He's one of the best tight ends in the game. At the end of the day, you cannot win with a tight end alone. You can't do it. You can't. You need some stars out wide to make it happen. And Lamar just, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. But it's interesting to see how Lamar after year three, it's everybody has him figured out. And yet and still, some of these players that we've seen around, for quite some time, nobody's talking about replacing. Yeah. It's interesting to me. Nobody's talking about the league has Matt Ryan figured out. Well, because he's been pissing down his leg for ever since 28-3. That boy's been pissing down his leg ever since. He ain't. He need to get a diaper, a pamper, or something. He ain't been right since that game. <laughs> I'm just happy they freed Julio from his from Matt All Ryan. I'm saying is I'm not hearing nobody say, oh, the league's figured him out. I, actually, Matt Ryan's receiver core is better than Lamar's by a mile. Hello? 
You can say what you want about Mark Andrews and what he is or ain't. You tell me Mark Andrews or Kyle Pitts? That's not a. That's uh, not something. Uh, I'm about. Mark Andrews a problem, bro. Mark Andrews a problem, bro. Kyle I Pitts mean, nice, Kyle, but he young. He young, bro. He Kyle young. last name lets you know what he about already. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Kyle uh, this man is bigger than he is 6'5", 240 as a rookie now. He's a, obviously his body is going to develop. He's going to get more muscular and all that as a rookie. And he runs faster than Mike Evans. Not faster than Mike Evans right now as a 30-year-old. Mike Evans at the combine didn't run as fast as him. Um, Huh? This, <laughs> dog, this, I'm trying to tell you, this is a situation where – for, it's it's amazing to me that everybody is saying that the league has this man figured out when Rashad Bateman was hurt. Rashad Bateman was hurt for most of the year until Lamar got hurt. Lamar somehow had this team as number one in the AFC when he was healthy. Yep. With all, they had the second most players on IR in the league to only the Lions. The Lions had not won a game before he was hurt and out for the year. Can we hey, talk about a Lions? How the Lions fumbled that number one pick, though, bro. <laughs> they really fumbled that number one pick, bro. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think it was a good thing. I think they need to take Kyle Hamilton, but that's people are people are gonna call me crazy. The edge rush is that more premium. Shut up, stupid. You just draft the best player. Kyle Hamilton is this generation's Ed Reed. Hear me what I say. Y'all will watch that in five years. But anywho, the fact of the matter is simple. Um, I I think the disrespect levied against them has just been wild and. It's been embarrassing to see from these analysts. Oh, yeah, all these great quarterbacks, great young quarterbacks in the AFC. And yet you don't mention the one that's younger than Joe Burrow. That's got a, a an MVP already. Oh, wins aren't a QB stat, so you can't apply that to him. Six to one touchdown interception ratio during his um, MVP season. That's not good enough. Okay, sure. With that being said, um, this Chiefs and Bills game. Was this the just the Chiefs offense being great or was it the Bills defense wet in the bed? Which one was it? It was the Chiefs offense being great. And I only say that because we've seen the Chiefs offense do this, you know, multiple times throughout the season. The Bills didn't necessarily play uh, a bad game, and we see that their defense can step it up when need be, but it's it's not too many defenses in the world. Especially when it comes to football, great offense in the most sports, great offense can be great defense. Mm. That's fair. That's that's really fair. I, you know, a lot of people are are calling for um, Leslie Frazier to not be hired because of this, and that's an interesting take to me. But I'll get into that a little bit later. Chris, was this great offense, poor defense? Which one was it? Fantastic offense, man. To to get downfield thirteen seconds says a lot about your offense, man. I mean, we right. saw what Dak did when he had more time. We saw with. Um, Matthew Stafford did when he had time downfield, but Patrick Mahomes made it look easy. Like Stafford, I was a little, everybody's a little worried. If you go to overtime with Brady, I don't like the chances. Stafford made it happen on a deep ball to Cooper Cup. Mahomes, though, it looked like, I mean, he went out there and didn't even look like he was sweating, nervous, nothing. He was kind of like, man, I'm down, a, I'm down three. Let me just make two passes. We'd be in field goal range. You know you what know, I mean? And, and, <laughs> Andy Reid was quoted as saying, when things look grim, go be the Grim Reaper. And I'm just like, that's one of the greatest coaching one-liners I've ever heard, boy. That's bars. 
That's you. That's a moment right there, boy. In that moment of all, for that to be the line you think of, that's some heat. I'm going to tell you this. I, I don't understand why people are so upset about like, oh, teams are scoring and moving the ball like this. That's what the fans want to see. Like hardcore football heads like myself that like love can explain to you the difference between a wide nine and a six eye. Like if you're into defensive football and, and you are very into how different schemes and all that work, the game is moving away from you. I'm sorry. And it's happening with almost every sport especially the two main ones in America, football and basketball. People know that free movement is what is exciting. Folks do not come to see a great meeting of the mind, a wonderfully strategic game where it's like everything is a chess move and it's it's you don't know who's going to do what. That's not what the fans want to see. So the rules have encouraged this happening. It's not, there's nothing defenses can do about certain things. Even if you say, well, you know, Leslie Frazier was playing way too far off in that in that little prevent defense. Okay, sure. So they were supposed to press up against Tyreek Hill? <laughs> Is that what you're telling? Is that the, the strategy that you're saying go with? Because guess what? They did do that in the fourth quarter. And that's how the Chiefs scored the first touchdown before the Bills scored theirs to take the lead with 13 seconds left. They did try pressing them. <laughs> What a novel idea. You can't stop him in press or off. Like, that's just the reality of what you're looking at there. That's just the reality of, of what the game is now. So, you know, I, I'm I'm disappointed that people are acting surprised or, or upset about uh, what we're seeing out of these teams as far as defensively. Now, do y'all think the overtime rules need to be changed? Because that's another thing that's been hotly contested because of this game. They said that it was too good of a game to end the way it did without Josh Allen having a chance to touch the ball. Is that something y'all agree with or no? Um, no, that's the way the rules are in football, and I think they should keep them that way. If they didn't want the Chiefs to win the game, then the defense would have stopped them from scoring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chris, what you think? Do they, do they need I college mean, overtime rules or what? Nah, because, bro, if you think about it, the good good college teams, bro, those games go on forever with them rules, bro. Like that that sometimes that could be really ridiculous, bro. Really. Like nobody wanna see an NFL game with sixty points. I'm sorry. I I I, I would turn it off after a certain point. Like I just see the highlights because I'm right. not about to watch a game go back and forth like that. Like tug of war, bro. I'm not. Your defense should have got the stop for you if you really believe that Josh Allen. You had 13 seconds to build a wall in front of the field goal, and somehow, some way, y'all left it wide open. You know, here's here's my thought about this. And again, as a defensive player, you know, people know that I'm always going to be a little more lean, a little more siding with the defense. If you wanted a chance, stop them. Period. You, they had to travel. 75 yards in 13 seconds to score a touchdown. They had no, to travel field about... They kicked the field goal. That, I was getting there. They got to travel oh. at least about 40, 45 to get a field goal position. Oh. If you can't stop a team from traveling 40 to 45 seconds in 13... I'm sorry, 40 to 45 yards in 13 seconds, you don't deserve to win. Oh, the, the, the quarterback didn't get the ball back. So What? It's part of the game. It's part of life. Yeah. 
What do you what do you want from people? What do you want? It's part of the deal. At the end of the day, the rules are the rules. And here's the thing that I, I ask about the whole, oh, well, both quarterbacks should get a shot to touch it. Okay, so this quarterback scores a touchdown, this quarterback scores a touchdown. What's next? Do y'all just keep going back and forth, touchdown for touchdown? Again, the rules are creating a situation where it's really hard to stop teams. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. That, that would be exciting football to watch as far as numbers and viewers go. But at the same time, you're not going to see those players on the field the next week because you can't play an extra 10 possessions per team when you got 300-pound men dragging you to the ground every play. There's a exactly. reason the football game is hour long. And also, let's talk about this for a second. This show is called Facts Over Acts. But really, at times, you could call it stats over ads because we introduce you to the numbers a lot. Do y'all know what percentage of the time the team who wins the coin toss in the NFL wins the game in overtime? Less than 50. 54%. It's not that great of a difference. <laughs> I can understand if it was like 75, 80%. Then it's like, all right, listen, the defenses are too handicapped. This ain't fair. This ain't right. We got to stop this. With the way we have it right now, it's fairly even. Defenses, you're millionaires too. Yeah. Go figure it out. Go get a stop. The rules are what they are. Live with it. Adjust. Now, before we get out of here, we got to get into these uh, conference championship games. Fellas, 49ers, Rams, who you got? Mm. I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with the Rams. I'm going to go with okay. the Rams. I think that the, the 49ers have kind of just like skated by by the skin of their teeth the past few matchups that they've had. And I just think that the Rams got too much firepower on both sides of the ball to allow a team to win the game just off of special teams or allow a team to win the game with a QBR. Uh, the, the quarterback's QBR was 11 or allow a team to win a game where the quarterback wins the game with two interceptions and zero touchdowns. I just think that the Rams have too much firepower in order to, to allow that to happen because there's multiple threats everywhere on the field. This man has not thrown a single touchdown in these playoffs. <laughs> it made it to the championship. It made it to the NFC championship. Boy, I tell you what. I You know, again, certain quarterbacks just have all the luck. Just have all the luck in the world. But anywho, Chris, who you got and why? Man, I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. I'm going to be honest with y'all. The mistakes that the Packers made, the Rams ain't going to make. Matt Gay is not going to make good mistakes. The mistakes that – no, the, the good things that went good for the Niners, the Rams ain't going to make that mistake. The Rams are good for a couple turnovers. I'll give you that. However, that defense on the Rams against Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo probably hasn't slept yet knowing he got to go against the Rams. Let, let, let's keep that in mind, right? He has to see Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey. Those are just the three stars on the defense. And he hasn't thrown a touchdown yet. They probably they probably all sitting around Jimmy like, Jimmy, you got to throw at least two TDs for us to win this game. And Jimmy like, bro, do y'all see what I'm up against? Y'all he said, y'all want me to do what? Crow to what? <laughs> Man, to Jimmy Hit G ain't seen. Me. We need two touchdowns. You what? <laughs> hey, Jimmy. Jimmy said I ain't seen that end zone since. You know he hit it with the Jack and Ruby. It's been eighty four years. 
because it's been a minute since he been. You know, I'm just saying. This is this is. I ain't gonna disclose who Jimmy G used to date. But that's the last time he seen the end zone. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I also have the Rams, but the 49ers beat the Rams two times this year by a combined score of 58 to 34. One game was a three-point overtime win. One game was a 21-point blowout. I'm not sure if this thing is as lopsided as everybody believes it is. I think the Rams win a close one. And this, my friends, is why I keep trying to tell everybody, you need we need to have more domes in the NFL. It is stupid to have these games played outside, especially Man. if you have an elite quarterback. Congratulations for crippling the guy and making it so that whichever team has the best running game is generally going to win the game. I'm looking at you, a certain team in a really small market that refuses to put a dome on your stadium. <laughs> <clears throat> Anywho. Uh, alrighty, and in the AFC, do the Bengals have a chance? Do they have a chance? The Bengals beat the Chiefs earlier in the year. Do they have a chance in this one? Not only do the Bengals have a chance, I'm going to keep going with the miracle playoff run. I got the Bengals winning this game. You, and, and, you a and, sicko. And, and, and I know the show called Facts Over Acts, and I don't have any facts to back this up right now because I don't know how the Bengals about to stop the Chiefs from scoring at least 35 points. <laughs> but I've been riding with the Bengals for this long, so uh, I got the Bengals I, I, I got the Bengals winning. I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap. The way Gabriel Davis looked against them Chiefs. It wouldn't surprise me if Jamar had a game of his life. It wouldn't Jamar had a game of his life the last time they played. 266 yards and three tutties. Exactly. Yeah. The way the way that Gabriel Davis looked. Hey, I somebody, wouldn't be surprised if Jamar somebody, had somebody put up Jamar Chase stat line and said, Me at lunch off of uh off of that <laughs> off the brick pizza and a half carton of milk. <laughs> You're not wrong, but you ain't right either. You ain't wrong, but you ain't right. Proceed. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm just gonna say this: It wouldn't surprise me if they covered their spread. The, right now, Vegas has them underdogs by seven points. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me if they covered their spread. However, Patrick Mahomes has entered that stratosphere for me. You don't pick against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes finds a way. I was so mad at myself yesterday because I cashed out of my parlay because. Tyron Matthew went down, and I said, it's no way. And I was stressed out. I would have been stressed out watching that game. I would have been stressed out watching that game. So I'm glad I did. But at the same time, Patrick Mahomes find a way. If you tell me any other quarterback in the league right now, you get 13 seconds for it and get 45, 50 yards, I don't think you find many other than Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You, might, you might be able to turn the clock back three, four years and give me Brady, but I don't even think Brady at this point in his career could do that with Patrick Mahomes did. Again, this man is first year from his first year as a starter through year four. Every year, as a conference championship, <sighs> you that's you just don't see that every day. And that's, Joe Burrow's only in his second year, so. But honestly, I think that this has been. I think that this is the year. As much as I don't want to say it, Josh is maybe on to something because this. 
this is the year for the Bengals, more or less. And I know everybody's all, oh, they're super young. They're going to be like this forever. Joe Burrow got sacked, what was it, nine times yep. last game? Nine or ten? He got sacked nine times last game. He has been getting lit up back there. Like, people think because they're winning and they won the AFC North that he hasn't been. That's not the case. People have been tearing him a new one, and he already has a surgically repaired ACL. Yeah. Um, y'all need to make something happen. Now's the time. Now is <laughs> don't play around. Don't wait for it. Right now. You gotta do that. So that's just that's just my thought there. So you got the Chiefs, Guyton got the uh Bengals. Who I'm gonna go with the Chiefs in another shootout, man. I I don't know how they're gonna stop yeah. Chase. I think the over the over gonna smack on this. Oh, game, the, bro, but the but but Vegas gonna set the over at something nuts. They no, they, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what the over is in two seconds. Give me two seconds. Hold on. I guarantee you. I guarantee if you. It's in the forties. I'm guarantee you the under over is not a point under sixty. I guarantee that it's fifty four. What? It's fifty four point five. 54. Look, look, look. Just so y'all know, I ain't capping. It's, <laughs> it's 54.5. Hey, hey. We said that we the pod that gets you paid. Uh, 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 facts over acts, listeners. Hey, to and be honest with y'all. That I'm sure of. Again, when they played earlier this season, the score was 31 to 34. <laughs> to be honest with y'all, y'all low-key can do this. Y'all can do an alternative total points and put the over like it's still good odds at 53 you can even lower it to 50 you can even lower it to 49.5 minus 220 and then you can do the over for the first half because i think it's gonna be a first half and second half shootout and then you can do the over for the final score and you can win uh, hit three different bets on that i just i I don't understand because even if you combine their scores from last week the Bengals scored 19 the Bill, I'm sorry, the Bengals scored 19. The Chiefs scored 42. That, doesn't that get you 61? Am I am I crazy? Yeah. Am I like, I, I feel like it's a natural thing to look at what this Even if you go on. back a week before that, 42 21 Steelers and Chiefs. Hey, like old boy, <laughs> like old boy on TikTok. We, we try to get you paid. We yeah, trying to get, get we're the pod paid. that gets you paid, and we're sticking to it. Okay, so go ahead and hammer that over, hammer it, hammer. You better get into it. Last thing that we're gonna touch before we get out of here: AD is coming back. Is this a game changer for the Lakers? Do they get any higher in the standings than where we see him right now with AD coming back and LeBron hopefully not having to play center anymore? Mm, I think they continue to have the same kind of the season. Because they were having that same season before AD went down. And we don't know whether or not AD was healthy, but it's not a matter of AD's ability at this point. It's a a matter of whether or not he cares about basketball. And I think all of us are questioning whether or not he wants to play. That thing under the third rib is not working right with him. That (laughs) He got to go see the Wizard and get himself some heart. Because how you have a 37-year-old that's 6'9 out here like, you know what, if I got to play center, that's what I'm going to do. And you are sitting up here pouting about it? Man, listen. I know everybody likes to say LeBron is the GM. If I'm the GM and my my big is talking about, hey, I won a championship. I don't got to prove nothing to nobody. I don't want to play center. Yeah, all right. 
Hey, send it to the magic. <laughs> hey, hey, send bro to the magic. Give me back Mo Bamba and uh, and Jalen Suggs, please. Go, 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 send them to the magic, man. He held belong yeah, here. Yeah, that, that make your team worse, but anyway, I know it make your team worse, but at that point, it's just it's to be petty. It's just like how the uh, the Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins for three used bag of Skittles. Like you know, it, it didn't make them better. It just it was just like we don't like you, leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then they sent it to Cliff Kingsbury. That's ultimate oh. punishment. That's oh. ultimate punishment, bro. Oh, hey, hey, but you know who that backfired though? Hey, Pop thought he got Kawhi real good sitting in to Toronto. Bro hey, said, "I'm gonna send you to another country, Chip." <laughs> <laughs> hey, all, anyway. all I'm saying is when Brown in the playoffs, the championship stays in America. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. He missed for one year, <laughs> and the wrong country got it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I, I, listen, anyway, though, I really don't – I don't see a world. This team is not made for the regular season. They got – we talked about how old they were. This, I mean, everybody thought this team was going to be substantially better. I was not one of those people, um, not just that because I'm a Laker hater. It's just the fact that you have a team of guys that know that none of these games matter. And if that's the narrative in the locker room. Even LeBron, he's been known to look at regular season games. Like I remember he lost to the Magic one year with the Heat, and they lost pretty bad to a bad Magic team. And he, he was like, this is one of them games you ball up, like a sheet of paper, and just throw in the trash. He know these regular season games will work. The Lakers will still be in the playoffs. Don't know where they will be seeded. Don't know who they're going to play against. But I do believe they'll find a way to make it to the playoffs. And AD will probably still be a 20-point, 10 Rebound score. I don't know, bro. AD, you don't. AD is like, you know how you eat jelly beans and you 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 eat it like one of them new bags they got out, like a blue bag instead of a red bag. And you're like, I wonder how this white one gonna taste. Then you eat it. Oh, that one ain't that bad. Then you eat like a black one, but like, bro, that was disgusting. No, I'm not. AD, one of them. You don't know what you're gonna get from him on night tonight, base. Every time he falls on the ground, it's like. Oh, we lost AD for two Bro, weeks. Bro, on God, it's really crazy. Like, yeah. the, the, if you watch the if you watch the Lakers play as a Lakers fan, as a LeBron fan, is anybody hoping for them to win? Every time AD hit the ground, it's like, mm, mm, bro, what yeah. is he okay? Like every single time, and it's just it's not a way to play sports. It, it really ain't. It really the only other player that I'll say gives me slight that is Steph Curry, but even with him. It's only because he's so small. Like, it makes sense for Steph. You look at Steph and you're like, yeah, people falling on him is is not going to end well for him. Uh, AD, you're supposed to be the faller. You're supposed to be the guy that's like, <laughs> oh, man, AD just fell on, bro. Ooh, is he going to get up? Instead, we up here, huh, is AD okay? Is he all right? Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, he, you know, to anywho. We know y'all tired of us talking about AD and the Bills uh, defense and overtime rules and whatnot. But come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. And remember, the Pop Pick'em Challenge, we got it coming up. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. We are helping you turn $30 into $1,000. Not $30. $30 into $1,000. All you got to do is be sold. For the beginning of the season, through the end next year, beat all three of us. And guess what? Your name is going to be entered into a drawing for up to $1,000. Peace and love, y'all.